Howdy, gang. Thank you for tuning into Back Country and Barbells. I am Joe Shimonik. Hey, quick hitter today. Um, short, sweet, to the point. I know it's been a little bit since we've put out one of these, but um, hey, man, I'm locked down, um, getting ready for the new fall school year. And I know it looks like the fall here is going to be another interesting one as um, cases of COVID rise and, and things are just interesting in school systems, at least here in the Pacific Northwest, are um, erring on remote learning. So, um, as you guys are beginning to sort some of that out, man, it just can't, we just can't seem to escape this COVID situation. So, um, with that in mind, I want to, uh, give a quick heads up or a nod to our past or our most recent interview with, uh, Kristen Oja of, um, Stat Wellness. Um, you know, we talked a lot about gut health and the thought was, what can you do to prep your gut, um, for the woods and long camping trips and, and long hunting camps. And, you know, we just, ended up being great podcasts on general health and nutrition but within that we talked a lot about fermented foods and it's a great place to get um, probiotic and you know even recently there's some really cool stuff Um, we alluded in the beginning of the podcast to a, a European study that's really showing that fermented foods can have an eye high impact on that and the mechanism behind that is uh many foods you know look antioxidants um are important and those properties really can be an indicator of high nutritional value in food but the fermentation process um increases the antioxidant activity of food products and and those products could be dairy products fruit vegetables and meats um for me guys you know i get a lot of my uh probiotic I've never supplemented with it. It's not one of those things that I supplement with, but I try to eat some form of probiotic every day. And over this COVID situation, to boost my immune system and again, go back to that podcast. I don't want this to just be a complete review of that, but you know, Kristen, a nurse practitioner, doctor, um, one of the better um, functional medicine clinics in Atlanta, uh, they spend time with their patients. They counsel their patients on anything from nutrition to fitness and they're running classes. I mean, she's doing, she's doing, um, she's doing medicine the way it should be done. Um, in my opinion, especially from a, if you're healthy and want to stay healthy, that's the way it should be. But, um, even in our podcast, 75% of your immune system lives in your belly. So let's do some things to proactively get it done. So I just wanted to share some things that I do where I get my fermented foods. I'm in that episode again. Uh, I drink a lot of kefir. Kefir you'll find in your dairy section. It'll be somewhere around over, um, by the yogurts. When I eat yogurts, I eat Greek yogurts. And in both cases, whether it's my kefir or my yogurt, I want a full fat version, plain, no sugar, None of that, no, no additives as much as possible. Um, and and go from there. Give it a try. Uh, one of the other things I'll do, I'll drink it straight sometimes. I'll eat it straight sometimes. But, you know, I also will make a bit of a kefir, kefir shake. And I think that that's helpful too. Makes it a little bit more palatable. Generally in my kefir shake, I throw a... Um, I'll throw some greens, uh, some cruciferous vegetables. Um, and again, going back to Kristen, those are some probiotics, some of that raw stuff in there. But generally, it'll be spinach, some super green mix, or um, uh, some kale, or, you know, it, it's really nice. Um, and then also in that, I'll throw in some frozen berries, uh, which is really nice, whether that's us picking and freezing our own berries. Out here, we're doing a lot of strawberry picking, berry picking right now, so we're getting a lot of that. But, you know, just like anybody else, I hit the frozen vegetable aisle, and I'll throw about a third of a scoop. So I'm looking something like a cup of kefir, uh, a third of a cup of berries, a big giant handful of um 
big giant handful of something green. Sometimes I'll tinker with a scoop of protein powder. Um, this is something I found that will upset my stomach. Uh, I generally don't do great on these, but one thing I do do better with the bone broth kind of ketogenic style ones. It just seems to absorb better. So, I mean, the, here's something else with protein in your belly. You know, if you're getting real gassy, um, bloated, things like that, after you're drinking your protein powder, uh, you're not drinking it right. It's not a good one for you. So whatever is the cheapest protein that you don't have stomach issues with, that's going to be the best one you should use. Um, there's no research showing that any protein source is better than others in terms of absorption, things like that. So find the one that upsets your stomach least and drop that in there as well. Sometimes also throw in maybe a tablespoon of a nut butter. Um, there's some really good ones out there. The more natural, the better. Uh, not a lot of Jif, not a lot of Peter Pan, but um, there's some really cool places to get some nice nut butters. Um, and I would try to vary those up or I'll just throw a handful of nuts in that as well. So um, do that. I, I do that quite a bit. And then the big one that I'll do is I actually ferment my own vegetables. So I make my own sauerkraut. Man, if you go in the grocery store, good sauerkrauts are pretty damn expensive. And, um, you know, you honestly have to go to some of these better grocery stores or higher-end grocery stores to get them. But it's a lot cheaper to make your own. So um, start simple. Get a head of cabbage. And it could be, it could be green, Napa, purple. Doesn't matter to me. But the simple thing that I'll do is drop in about a tablespoon of salt per head of cabbage. And it's really simple, man. You can do this. You can ferment in a jar in your own kitchen. Um, I do it every month. I'll make a new batch, and I'll... Uh, and I eat on it, and it's great. And there's a couple ways to do it. Just so once you get your cabbage, chop it up, shred it up really small, put it in a big old bowl, and um, sprinkle that teaspoon of... Uh, salt. Um, I like to do a nice pink sea salt and then I'll throw that on there and then you kind of get a little wood mallet that I have and I just kind of pound it lightly to kind of build up a brine, let it sit for a little bit and then you'll actually repeat that process as you throw it in the jar. And there's a couple things you can do um, in terms of your jar lid to keep this safe and happy and it's pretty simple. I mean my wife, she knew I was getting into this and it's really interesting. I have these uh, the easy weight. I have, I'm trying to reach for it right now as I actually talk to you. I got the box right here. We're doing this in real time. Sitting here thinking about it. But um, the easy fermenter starter kit. Look it up. What's cool, they give you these neat lids. You can drop that lid on most wide mouth um, mason jars. And it comes with a little pump. You get the air out. But the big thing, even if you don't want to get a fancy lid, is if you just drop maybe like a leaf of um, save one of your leaves when you're messing with the cabbage, throw it on top, and then weight it down with something. You could weight it down with a, um, a Ziploc bag full of water, but you just want to make sure the cabbage, the vegetable, whatever you're fermenting is underneath the brine, and the brine is created by the salt and the cabbage and, and the um, actual cabbage releasing the water or whatever vegetable you're doing. So um, I do that. And then from there, you know, figure out what kind of cabbage you like. You'll figure out how long you like to ferment it. Generally, if you put it in a cool, dark place, I keep mine above the um, above the refrigerator, and I'll check it once a week. And I see if it's to the flavor I like, I'll go with it. And you'll see as it'll get more crowded, it'll get more sour. Um, but generally about a three-week period, and you'll have your jar of sauerkraut. I do mine in half-gallon jars. And um, 
The recipe has since evolved. Um, I'll do a standard kraut. My kids, we call it purple salad, and my purple salad will generally be a purple cabbage and orange carrots, and I'll ferment that. Kids gobble it up. I love it, Uh, but that recipe's even evolved to my favorite thing to do um, is a kimchi style sauerkraut. So uh, bear with me on this recipe, but you can think one head of Napa cabbage. I throw in some, uh, throw in some carrot, maybe, you know, two to three carrots, um, radish shredded, uh, one large onion chopped, uh, chili pepper flakes, minced garlic, fresh ginger, a little bit of sesame seed, a tablespoon of sugar, uh, some sea salt, and then a little bit of fish sauce. You mix all that together. Again, same process. Throw it in a big old bowl, pound it a little bit, let it sit for about 20 minutes, pound it again, and then as you're putting it into the jar, um, you kind of just pound it down. And you're not obliterating it. <laughs> Don't beat it up. You're not dropping things on it. You're not breaking it down too much, but you're just trying to get the water to release. And you let that simmer for, um, for you know, two to three weeks, taste it as you go, um, I think you'll be really happy. Um, check it every day, enjoy it, but look, that's a great way to get a variety of vegetables, it's a great way to get fermented vegetables, it's a lot more inexpensive than uh, going to your local Korean restaurant, you get to decide how much the level of heat is, you can have a lot of fun with this process, so fermented vegetables, guys, that's how I do it, uh, a lot of yogurt, a lot of kefir, a lot of um, a lot of krauts that I'm making here at home, and um, man, I haven't been sick during COVID. I don't really get sick very often. I actually think this is a, a big reason why. Um, so give it, give it, give it a try, man. Um, hopefully it helps you out. Hopefully, um, some of the things that we talked about with Kristen are, are some of those tip of the iceberg things. I mean, honestly, they should be foundational practices um, in terms of nutrition. And hopefully you guys are doing um, those little things to be ready here for the September Blitz. And um, your elk camp, your deer camp, your whatever your big ticket uh, fall hunting uh, situation is, um, it'll be great. And also, guys, these just fermented vegetables taste good. Yeah, they might be a little weird, awkward, or interesting, but it's a different flavor profile. So it's fun to mix some of this stuff on the plate. So in terms of eating the fermented vegetables, a little bit every day. doesn't have to be a lot. Um, you know, you get a little half cup, um, side bowl and that's your side for the day, you know? Um, so hopefully it helps. Hopefully you give it a try. Let me know what you think. Um, and again, I'm super curious as what you thought about having someone like Kristen come on the show. So reach out, let us know. Guys, we're getting some really super feedback on the show. We're getting some cool interactions about questions about public access. Um, folks are letting us know what they're doing with their, um, with their workouts, um, we're fired up, man. It's coming into the fall. Hopefully, you know, you guys get out in the woods. Hopefully things don't get so bad where they shut seasons down. Um, been so looking forward to this elk camp. Hopefully it doesn't get taken away from us here in the Pacific Northwest. So, um, enjoy guys. Uh, hopefully some tips to help you train, hunt, and live your best life. Um, given in this episode, I'm Joe Shamanic. I really enjoy helping you guys out. Please guys support the show by telling your hunting partners, reviewing the show and reaching out and just letting us know what's going on until the next one guys. Um, take her easy.